guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, I got myself a heartfelt story here. Guys, it was a time where I was messing with the front office staff, you know, back at my old job, like literally five years ago. And while I was joking with them, there was another student over there, and I saw her laughing and stuff. I didn't know if she understood everything I was saying. I thought she was just laughing based on my actions. So, all of a sudden... My, the, 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 what is it, the business partner of mine that I did a bunch of projects with last year, which ceased to exist this year, obviously, she ended up um, saying, Arsenio, hey, listen, there's this girl named Kim Kim, you know, and she wants to basically learn with you. And I said, oh, my God. I said, okay. She's like, yeah, she paid 100 hours. I said, holy shit. I said, this is really, really good. And so what we ended up doing, I ended up teaching her and, you know, I was teaching her from the beginning of this and that, but I took her under my wings and I realized that she had so much passion within her, but I think she, that she was left in a cocoon. She was trapped inside. She couldn't be her full self. And I said, what do you want to do? I said, your English is phenomenal beyond belief, especially given the fact that this is an area of, of purgatory, you know, the place called Rangsit that I've talked to you guys about on a number of occasions. And she said, you know, um, I would love to, uh, you know, uh, go to Tamasat. Tamasat's one of the universities out here. I was like, fuck that. She said, why? I said, man, that, that university, that isn't going to fulfill whatever you're trying to achieve. I said, you need to get out. I said, you got to leave Thailand because you're just too good for this country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, I do believe that. A lot of people be like, wait, so is Denzel Washington too good for America? Denzel Washington has his own goals. All these other people in living in America and around the world, they have their own goals. I'm trying to tell you that I saw a true gift within this individual. This is the whole coaching side of me. I saw that gift within her. And I said, you got to go to another country. Go to Singapore. Not England. Fuck England. Go to Singapore. No offense to England, but fuck England. Go to Singapore because that's the international business hub of the world. That's where you could start making profound connections and it's close to home. And you know what? That'll link you into Hong Kong and to Tokyo and so many other places when it comes to Asia. England and all that shit, people would say, oh, but the business is at nah. But the, the thing is, you got a lot of oldies out there and old heads out there that uh, they conform to the old them. Baby boomers, I don't believe in that shit. I believe in the new generation and Singapore's new generation. So she agreed. I took her under my wings. I started teaching her about personal development, presentation, developing confidence. When we, we, we didn't have a curriculum. We didn't. I went in there and I taught her what she needed. Her, I focused on her core genius. And within about a year, year and a half, she ended up going to Singapore. She ended up carrying herself in a way that I've never seen her carry herself. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. She looks like a business woman. And a lot of people would say, oh, but that doesn't necessarily mean she is one. No, she's planning on becoming one. By the time she went out there to Singapore, staying in a dormitory by herself, she, she had to learn so many different things that no student learns, period. Unless they go on a sabbatical and go to the likes of Bolivia and Peru and do some voluntary work. But even if they do that, it still doesn't change them as a human being. It possibly could, but does it dig deep within the subconscious mind? I saw this girl taking Ubers, grab taxis, and speaking a language and so many different things. I was so proud of her to see that big smile on her face, <laughs> starting up a business, her own entrepreneurship. But then, of course, in 2018, the last time I saw her was in May and I never saw her again. I was supposed to see her probably in June, July or August of that year. But 
Next thing you know, she's like, listen, in 2019, I spoke to her very briefly. I'm like, where the fuck are you? And she's like, oh, well, you know, um, I had to come back here because, you know, my epilepsy was getting much worse. And I was like, oh, my God, she came back to Thailand, the place where the, the place where there are no mentors, except, of course, myself. But I don't live in that area anymore. Then we lost touch again. Then I'm messaging her again. But then, you know, messaging her sparingly and saying, hey, what's up? Well, how's the university? And, you know, she would respond probably every three to six months. And then finally she messages me. She's like, Arsenio, I hope the corona ain't get you yet. <laughs> and I was just died. I was like, she's like, listen, I got to learn IELTS again. So I messaged her. She didn't respond for two weeks. Obviously, this is who she is. And she, uh, we finally got in connection. I got in front of the video. And I realized that she wasn't doing the things that she used to do. I didn't know anything about her life because she doesn't really post anything on Facebook. And I'm like, okay. Let me get on video. Boom, got on video. I was like, what up, what up? You know, I'm all crazy and shit. But I look at her, she's a little bit chunkier. She gained probably about, what, 15 pounds, about 7 kilos. Oh, that's about 13 pounds. Whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, damn. But the energy was off. That Kim Kim I saw in the lobby of my hotel at the age of 17 before we went out and eat and spoke about so many different things and got her business all down packed, she was sitting there with the biggest smile on her face. This time I saw her, completely different. And so I'm talking about her, about all the, you know, the, you know, catching up on all the chit chat, the bullshit, a couple of people that she would speak to and stuff. And I'm like, Kim, what's wrong? I said, you're not who the Kim was. And I saw that right off the back because when I looked at her, she didn't look like the girl who I knew two years ago. Completely different person. She came back to Thailand, started going to this uh, the university called ABAC, and I'm like, well, any university in Thailand's bullshit anyways, because it doesn't really focus on the court. Listen, any university in the world is trash. Motherfuckers are graduated right now. They're not going to get a job for a year. They're not learning about skill sets. They're learning about how to be a fucking factory worker. And now you're entering one of the worst job markets in all of humanity, and you're not going to get a job. Fucking university, you're going to be in debt. You're going to be getting these bill collectors and the collectors say, hey, man, you owe us money. You're fucked. And I hate to say that. But now it's time to start teaching about skill sets. This is why people like me and other people out there, this is when they become prized commodities. I'm a fucking commodity. I'm more important than oil right now. And I'm sitting there. And she's like, yeah, man, I've been cutting myself. I said, what? I said, this isn't the Kim Kim I used to know. Suicidal. What? I almost got admitted to a psychiatric ward. What? I couldn't believe it. And the first person I thought of, I was like, Mira. Mira Butler. And Mira, Mira and I, you know, we had just gotten in a little bit of a, you know, uh, some hard love, you know, in regards to just miscommunication, a couple of other things. And she started tripping out. I was like, okay, let me just stand back. And then she messaged me. She's like, my bad. I was stressed about a lot of different things. But, you know, da 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 And I said, okay, da 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 Me and Mira, we went through some hard love, what a lot of people go through. Basically what Andre and I went through. You know, back in the 2004 days when him and I literally were about to just get in a full-on fight and five minutes later i was like come on man let's go home and we walked home together <laughs> like that's the type of love that mira and i were exchanging just like 24 hours before but i let all that bullshit go and i said hey mira i haven't sent you a voice message right now but i'm in desperate need of help my student needs help 
Now, granted, yes, if you say Arsenio, like in terms of your entrepreneurship, yeah, I made a big sale yesterday, but that sale didn't mean anything to me. It didn't. Some people are like, wait, you, you know, what kind of sale? Well, like $1,000. But does, can you put a price on a life? No. I messaged me. I said, Mira, please. Now, I can help her, but I'm not that coach yet. I haven't taken the program yet. That's what I'm going to be doing by the beginning of next year. Hopefully in South Africa, I'll be out there for about a month. And I'm going to go through that course, probably 2,600 US dollars. And I want to become that person Mira is. Because anytime someone comes to me like that, I'm going to say, come on, let's do this. I took her under my wings. I just need Mira to go deep within her. She's been taking depressive pills at the age from the age of 16, no, 14 to 19. All that bullshit is is a fucking mask, a mask of what's truly wrong. Her self-image, significant trauma, things that have happened when she was a child. I've been through that process. Guys, when I went through that inner conflict therapy, I cried with Mira Butler. She couldn't, but well, she, well, obviously her being a coach, but I like revealing this type of stuff. Like towards the end, these images and these imagery and Mount Everest and, you know, that reminded me of David Morrow's story. You know, the guy who I brought on, the author who I brought on two years ago and um, a number of different people, the Sherpas of Mount Everest. This visual imagery that led to me being throned during this inner conflict, but the left side of me, who's that go-getter? And the other side of me, they weren't together. And so when Mira took me on this journey, they bonded as one. And then that's when I felt such that that Michael Bernard Beckwith awakening, that 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 Satori moment, that aha moment, that moment where that tug of war within my mind is no longer. It formed as one. And all these people so crazy going through this. I don't know what the fuck it was. I was just telling her what I saw. All these people were cheering me on as this person was formed. And all these different symbolic representations of topaz and white gold, all of it came together. Like a fucking cartoon, like a spirit bomb in Dragon Ball Z. But that was all the qualities needed for me, Arsenio, to become himself. Yes, it was very different. That next day, I felt drained. I felt like I was completely blown up. There were so many things that was going through my mind. And then that was the healing. That's when we got into, okay, let's get over these negative attitudes. Okay, let's get over these negative beliefs. It's that time. And this is why when Kim Kim was telling me these things, I was like, Mira's going to help her. Mira's going to get you. I can't wait to see this new her. Because what I had to go through, those things that were hindering my success was buried deep within me. Way within me. We're talking kindergarten. When I liked a girl and she didn't like me because my teeth. You guys heard that podcast already, right? I mean, you guys have had to heard the podcast. Podcast that was basically about, you know, um, um, uh, you know, there's no one else on this planet like you. To see Kim, to see this beautiful girl who I love like I do my next breath. Like, it's kind of like. I don't know. What, what would you say in the animal kingdom? Whereas someone t- looks after someone so much. I wouldn't call her a daughter. I wouldn't call her anything. It just feels like that. Uh, uh, she is kin to me. She's my next of kin. Not a daughter. 
Not a not a student. Just she's life form. That's what I look at her as. And I'm like, man, I need to hurry up and do something for this individual. I need to. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course, Arsenio, you know what you're going to do, but what can you do that is best? You could sit here and tell her, okay, I need you to do this, I need you to do this, but I know that mirror can fix everything that's deep within her. Because me, perhaps I buried that within her for a while, but then her subconscious mind and all the limited beliefs and the negative attitudes of herself from a long time ago began resurfacing over the course of a year, over the course of a year, and then it overtook her to the umpteenth degree. I don't know if it's her environment. I don't know if it's her boyfriend. I don't know what it is. But as I'm sitting there, I'm like, Kim, Kim, this is what happened with me with the inner conflict therapy. After that, these negative attitudes. What was that negative attitude? I always had Kim, Kim. Do you remember? She's like, yeah, the Thai woman and the white men. I said, yeah. I said that, but that was only surface level. That was just like amplifying. But there was something back from the kindergarten days in second grade. Me like in Crystal Salcedo. I don't know what ethnicity she is. I don't know if she's Native American. That's right. She's Native American. Because I remember she's the cousin of my friend Lawrence, who I still have on Facebook. And Lawrence is, he's uh, Navajo, if I'm not mistaken. And he lives on the reservation out there in Las Vegas. Loved her. She didn't love, she, I loved her. Well, I liked her, but she didn't like me back. Why? Hey, my teeth are ugly. I remember Miss Welty, was it Miss Welty's class? Yeah, it had to be Miss Welty's class or Mr. Parvin's class. Had this beautiful Hawaiian girl in there. Liked her so much. Did she like me back? No, my teeth. So this was all buried within my conscious and this is what controlled everything around me. My self-image was still that. Little did I know. And so when I, over, when I overcame that, my consciousness level, like, I, like you guys have already heard, had gone up to about three to three, 350. I could vibrate like on our 350 easily. Easily. And Kim Kim... She says she would take a test. And I'm like, what test is this? She says, I would take a test to see how depressed I am and I would be at a 9 out of 10. And I'm like, there's no reason for you to be a 9 out of 10. And I'm like, do you know how great you are? Do you know how gifted you are? Do you know the greatness within you? And I could see on her facial expression that that's what she needed to hear. But that's her conscious mind that was listening. Her subconscious mind needed changing. I said, Kim Kim, this is what we're going to do. This, this, this. She's like, listen, I will do anything right now. And I'm like, see, that's that attitude that Daniel had back in 2013. Daniel, you guys know that story, right? The Herbalife story. He came to me. He was depressed. His father had died before. He got a huge life insurance stipend, but he was making a lot of wrong choices. He was just like, man, I'm depressed. I'm eating these same foods over and over. I need help. Where's your energy come from? What do you eat? And I said, hey, I know this woman, Linda, who you guys heard, and I mentioned before, she vibrated like at a 500 to 600 because anytime I walked into her office, I would just magnify. I swear, it was like being in heaven. But when I went back home, it was like being in hell. But I ignored the hell because I was already getting better at that time in 2013. How to ignore the bullshit that's around me, the disgusting noise and the parasites that were around me. So when Daniel came in, boom. He's like, hey, man, I'll do anything. I'll pay anything. And he's like, okay, I want this. I want this. I want this. She's like, okay, we set up, set him up with the plan. He spent like 500 US. Within 30 days, he lost like 25 pounds. All the dentists, dentists in America who never speak to the dental assistants because they're fucking assholes would go up to him and say, 
oh my God, you're completely different. You lost a lot of weight. What happened? Dental hygienists who are fucking super Republican, super conservative. Like they're the most racist scum on the planet. And they would come up to him, what happened? He's like, I'm on that Arsenio diet. Daniel turned his life around. And that right there was one of the greatest feelings I ever had. Della, who used to work with my mother probably back in 2009. She was another girl who turned her life around. And I said to her this Herbalife, I was like, hey, try this. How do you feel? She's like, oh, I only lost this much. And then she realized, oh, my God, no. I was actually looking at, that, looking at it completely wrong. I lost 10 pounds. And I said, you lost 10 pounds in how long? In about two weeks. I said, how the fuck did that happen? She got her sexy back immediately. And so when Kim Kim came to me and she said, I'm open to anything. She said, I've already been to therapists, and a therapist always asks her surface-level questions. Why do you cut yourself? Why do you cut yourself? Why do you cut yourself? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I said, Kim, I know someone that could help you because she helped me, and now I'm vibrating, vibrating as such a fucking relentless, relentless, a beautiful man. Just a, my vibration is off the fucking charts. You just got to trust me. She said, okay, link me up. Okay, WhatsApp. Okay, we're going to do this. I said, Mira, hey, I'm going to send you a voice note right after this. She's like, okay, deal. I said, listen, you got to do this for me. Do this for me. Now, me, I know I could do it, but I need you to go in first. I need you to clean everything up, and then I'll coach her on a monthly basis and check up on her on a biweekly basis. No problem. She said, okay. And I say, even if you want that, if you want to check up on her, but I know you know you got your things going on, so if you want me to just take the threshold, I could do that. She said, okay. I said, okay, let's do this. Got it. She sent me a message, mirror, towards the end of the night. She's like, hey, okay, I got a Zoom call with you tomorrow. I said, regardless if you're doing just a nice little cheap trauma healing or if you're doing the massive transformation program you've been through with me, she's like, hey, I'll give you a referral fee. I said, I don't want your money. I don't want your money. I want her life. You need her. I need that life. I need that life form in her again. That's all I care about. She's like, no, but I could give you the referral fee because, you know, this is the thing that we got going. I said, nope, nope. Keep that referral fee. Compound it. Put it into an investment. Do something beautiful with it. Or how about we set up a Facebook ad or something that can reach out to more individuals like her who are in need of help. I want her to have that fire again within her. And you know what? She's going to come across a lot of things in the next couple of days. So regardless if she just chooses like a coaching program, which is like half that fee, or going up to the massive transformation program, which obviously she is more than capable of doing, go in, clean that out, and you're never going to take depression pills ever again. You're never going to have suicidal thoughts ever again. You got to change the mainframe. And someone who is going through that much, it's not conscious level. What I dealt with was probably conscious, and I got maybe just a bit into the subconscious with Kim Kim. Between 2015 and about 2000, early 2018. But now she is, she's really so deep. She was talking about some crazy shit with me yesterday. Talking about, yeah, I want my funeral to have, you know, I killed myself. I was like, hey, hey, hey stop, stop. Okay. May 1st, 5.15. I bookmarked the date. I booked, bookmarked the date. This is the last time I'm ever going to see you like this. It's time for you for this new awakening. And when Mira takes her through everything and I start seeing that transformation because, of course, you know, she bought my package in terms of, of course, English language learning. 
And then after that whole transformation program, I'm going to say, how do you, oh, you're just going to see it. And I'm like, okay, so if you want an accountability partner, we could do that. Or if we could just do this, you know, during the hours that we have, you know, with the IL. So it just completely depends on you. But I'm going to be checking in on you every now and then. I'm going to be that motherfucking messiah. Got to always look at what's going on with you. But you're going to experience the greatest transformation ever. And you know what's crazy? To top off this podcast, in terms of helping not just someone, but someone unbelievably close, Mira said this. And she said, but if she does decide to do the coaching, her life's going to change forever. I said, of course. I said, that's without a doubt. You know, because I'm already a living proof of that. And the paragraph that Mira said that really rocked me to the core, she said, this is what I do. To transform other people's lives. The thing is, there are so many other kids out there just like her. Imagine if we could reach them all. And that hit my core. And I said, this is going to be part of my life assignment now. I got to reach out to as many young individuals as possible. And make this huge between Mira and I. I told you guys from the beginning that, yeah, this is going to bring a lot of money. I don't give a fuck. I care about helping people. And this is the beginning. So guys, again, there's another guy that actually follows me. And I don't know exactly where he is, but he's been following my Instagram. And sometimes he posts very dark things too. And I'm like, dude, I got to reach out to this guy. Because he sounds like Kim Kim. And I can help him. Regardless of what budget it is, you're like, oh man, I only got this much. I got that much or this or that. Okay, we're going to work with it. This is what that is now. And this is what my next podcast, okay, because this is, you know, this is going to be ending real soon. Well, not real soon, probably October, November. And then they want me to pay like $50 a month. And I'm like, you guys got no band here. Okay. All right. There aren't that many people tuned in from around the world on here. Buzzsprout is far better. So I'm going to be switching to Buzzsprout. But that's going to be a different podcast. I'm going to see how I do that. I'm going to get all the details down. Maybe it might be a collaboration between different people. I don't know yet. But that's going to be a new one coming up real soon. Once I top off at 100 hours of played content on here. So guys, in saying that, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. You know, when I made that sale and I was like, oh my God, man, my salary this month. I'm like, fuck a salary. I was like, this is the beginning of my, I want to get my student back. Because if I saw her the way she was two years ago and I made that sale, I would have been like off the charts right now. But I saw her and she was screaming for help. And I said, I got you. Let's do this. She said, okay. It's always about asking. And don't be afraid to ask. Guys, tune in. If you haven't even seen the free course, the fundamental course on Udemy, that's available. Check out that fundamental course. And if you guys have any questions, reach out to Mira or reach out to I and take the first step. That's all I'm encouraging you guys to do. And saying that, stay tuned for more. Over and out.